Welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Southland Season 4, Episode 6. I don't know, it feels like this season's going really slow. Is it just me? Integrity Check, written by Jonathan Lisko, directed by Christopher Chulak. I actually thought this was a decent episode. I gave it an 8.3 out of 10. I am very over the the Sammy and Ben relationship. It seems repetitive at this point, particularly Ben. He doesn't seem to have much of anything going about him other than continuing continuing to devolve into a jaded police officer. And I feel like Sammy has influenced that decision just a bit but because i have a harder time relating to sammy as an individual as well neither of their interactions feel cohesive or quite frankly bearable and it was no different this week which unfortunately took down the score we will begin with their story arc we're just going to go through the the top build actors arcs this week wherever you listen to this podcast podbean stitcher apple amazon do me a favor go down to the rating section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well if you want to send feedback on southland or any other show that i do blackercouch at gmail.com so let's start with ben I feel the way in which he drunkenly sleeps with people, he should have herpes by now. Gonorrhea, chlamydia, something. And he doesn't have one but two women in his bed while his partner watches a trial in which his witness was murdered when he asked him to testify against the accused or one of the accused. He sent his homies after him. When Sammy apologizes to Mr. Chavez, you can see how clearly he was upset in the courtroom. Mr. Chavez greets him appropriately. I don't give a fuck. 17-year-old good kid. There's a quite, uh, there is quite a few of those this episode. After helping fellow officer, both Sammy and Ben, who are becoming major assholes, insults both officers forgetting that they once came from an inexperienced place particularly i mean sammy yeah he graduated up to detectives detective why am i adding words on and thus i can see him being a little bit more arrogant but ben it's been what six months not even a fucking year and you're going around talking about some people shouldn't be cops lick 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 my balls <laughs> yeah sammy explains that he got punched in the face because he got this guy's son to testify he did so then he sent two of his dudes i think i already went into this to murder him and while they did catch one of the shooters there's another one that got away and sammy is out to get justice on this second guy because he got a call on monday that he missed his parole and it's the weekend so he plans to hem him up 
legally but hopes he gets himself in more trouble i'm kind of tired of this rambo shit because he's such a douche outside of these oh i'm here to be the badass of the street i mean he looked like 5'8 with an insecurity issue and a small dick they arrest their suspect who gets six months for a parole violation he didn't run as they suspected he had to really go up there you better apologize or i'm gonna take you in for what for calling you a bitch ass like all i said was get your ass out of here those are words but when sammy shows up with a pipe stashed in the back seat that he says the guy stashed back there there's some problems between the partners because ben is like uh you ain't like him or the guy's telling ben you ain't like him you know you patted me down he's setting me the fuck up because now i'm gonna go away for a year and ben looks suspiciously like yeah i did pat him down at lunch ben confronts sammy immediately accusing him of going too far by planning a case on the accused sammy not believing what he is hearing walks away i don't even blame sammy i told you i feel like there's this unspoken rivalry between the two of them despite being buddy buddy sammy would love to be ben and then you got ben being influenced by sammy but at the same time not as quite as jaded as he is and he kind of feels like he's a little better you know because of his shining credentials when he came through the the training with john because it's not even that he came up to him and was like look i know i patted him down you saying you found it back there is it is it possible that it really wasn't back there are you sure that's uh, like he stashed it there i don't know what he could have done well actually i do know anything but what he did do because he just he threw it in his face with this conviction that he knew like i know you're capable of doing this not even capable i know you did this because that's the kind of person i think that you are otherwise i wouldn't be so sure that you planted it on the guy and take a moment to say wait a minute when my what is more logical my partner set this guy up or something got missed because there's a crack pipe back there i know i searched them i know my partner would never so what is the third option it was like no i know i searched them i don't think i can fuck up and i don't trust my partner as well as i probably should if i knew him like i'm supposed to know him like we supposed to be friends turns out ben and the former officer the one i knew it was gonna come back because he was he was searching the car from the previous shift and then he was like come on let's get on the call and he got distracted by jumping off and being in a hurry to go to this call instead of telling his partner you know what i didn't search it completely or he that's what i'm saying they could have came with a conversation you know what when you 
said let's go i might not have searched it completely i thought i did a thorough job but it's possible because i'm telling you when i patted him down he didn't have the crack pipe on him i know i did a thorough search there anything other than what he did so he finds out that not only did he screw up another guy's like yeah can we not tell anybody and he's like no we have to fucking tell somebody because now my partner thinks that someone else did it and they have to report themselves to rucker who also uh knows he broke his partner's trust by very quickly jumping to conclusions at the end he makes an apology but sammy rightly is not trying to hear it we do not care let's go to lydia who is told when she comes in that she is going to be a field supervisor until further notice because there are others out with the flu she's the only one that's been cross-trained to do this she goes i'm glad i went that extra mile sarcastically and her boss says me too or i'd have to do it lydia's first scene is to assess an officer and suspect both bruised and battered after an interaction with lydia winded and annoyed by her uh her bulletproof vest that doesn't quite fit the second scene involves a kid murdered for his shoes good kid it would seem the mother shows up and knocks lydia down causing her pain but she denies an ra more concerned for the victim but i'm sure as shy will definitely co-sign lydia has to take care of herself because she is no longer taking risks just to herself and i thought she would have gotten this message a few weeks ago but she really doesn't want the idea of being put on a desk just is so so abrasive to her that she's willing to risk herself and i think that's a little selfish but i think it speaks to what her journey is is that she has to learn after being after so very long of being selfish and stuck you know she's someone who lives with her mom still someone who likes her comforts but mostly is committed to her job and now she has decided she's going to have this child but that is causing a bit of a conflict kyle is her next call as he is smashing shit in the house with a baseball bat having locked his parents out who think that hitting things when you're having a tantrum is fine as long as you do it in your room because then you realize you're breaking your own toys and on some level some level i can get that truly i can tantrums are no joke especially when you're dealing with a kid that's not as vocal kyle too fucking too fucking big for this but if kyle was say three yeah you might let your kid wild out in their room because at that point what are you gonna do you ain't gonna spank them because that's (laughs) even though i did laugh at lydia saying uh if that was my parents they'd be calling the cops to get them off of me like uh i brought you into this world i'm gonna take you out 
but at a certain age you do have to just let them exhaust themselves out not by breaking shit though small throw a little one thing one or two blanket or or a stuffed animal across the room i could deal with that but anytime you throw in something that actually can break break absolutely not like i don't care if you want to wild out on the floor but you're not going to throw things at the wall or destroy shit lydia breaks in and ain't said nothing but a word to get kyle to listen and his parents being severely insufficient in dealing with the situation is exactly why she's correct that we gonna have to come back in five years because he gonna be beating the shit out of their parents it really is like you gotta you gotta cut that shit off early and the thing of it is you don't have to hit your kids all the time you know maybe once or twice in a in a nine to twelve month period because they know the threat of it is is half the battle but once they get to a certain age it's like i'm not about to fight you i'm about to take all of the things in which you value lydia overstrains herself chasing the suspect and ends up cramping after he hits her and losing said subject to the constrictions of the vest she goes to the er and is told that she had a small bleed but the baby and herself is fine she needs to rest and i'm with the nurse who said that this isn't about you anymore so don't fuck it turn on the baby monitor when i leave and act like it's all precious to you and then in the next fucking five seconds talking about i'm gonna get one of the people to take me back to the station instead of going to fuck home go home our last story is with tang and john assigned news hour documentary crew that have been around since the la riots i expected at the end of this episode to see dewey just walking out with like no badge because i want this to come back and i genuinely don't recall if it does so i i just felt like what he was doing and saying that has to get edited through somebody and come back to bite someone in the ass they are told by the sarge to refrain from expressing your views on camera as the brass will not only throw you under the bus under the bus they will reverse that bitch john is very unhappy about it tang's like let's just get it over with their first first stop is to a white man who wants a jewish store owner baker to put swastikas and say happy birthday adolf on his son's birthday cake oh hell no and you just know that he chose this jewish shop to offend this man knowing he would create a scene but demanding his civil liberty that is this whole scene was demeaning offensive but john is correct not illegal this is america don't get you slipping no racists aren't just ignorant they could be selfishly cruel i go down the street and today i saw an american flag a guy put up and a trump flag right next to it which you know one must equal the other somehow uh but these are the things that we just have to deal with and the that's part of uh what it means to be american right this shit right here what he did this is just 
absolutely taking or creating a, a situation in which to emotionally distraught someone by forcing them to do something that they don't want to do and but the officer i mean but the guy was right he's like i offered him his money back and a five dollar coupon i don't have to sell you this cake either you want the cake or you don't want the cake get the fuck out because i don't have to sell it to you even the wife was over there like the party's in 15 minutes let's just go let's just get the cake you're gonna write happy birthday adolf well no no i'm not because i know that even though in another way i mean adolf doesn't always mean adolf hitler i kind of wanted to throw that in there but he knows already what it's for so it's like you're not pretending or fooling anybody officers must remain neutral and don't get emotionally involved sammy never seemed to have learned that lesson skid row is not skid row anymore but central city recovery zone (coughs) bullshit you can't give it a gentrified name and not gentrify it it's still skid row it's still got the same old bums crackheads (laughs) crazy shit prostitution john really got that don't make me get out of my car to down packed he's like get that shit across the street get it across the street oh you gonna make me you gonna make me stand up oh i thought so all of a sudden you can hear a planking contest in the middle of the street sets dewey off as he talks about using the protesters or abusing the protesters despite tang and john doing this above book to avoid any bad press but this man will not close his trap and shut your bitch ass up nigga nobody asked you about a bitch ass thing you shut the fuck up before i knock your fucking head off your shoulder little ugly ass bitch stupid ass bitch nigga i'll kick your fucking heart out your chest nigga he said they can't hear anything i'm saying as i shout above the horns to be heard everyone can hear what you're saying dewey including the protesters that are like seconds away from you you either get get up or i'm going to step on your neck wow that does not age well sometimes we feel like the only ones out here not allowed to be idiots john tells the the camera crew but you literally work with one of the worst people ever so that's not necessarily accurate they proceed with caution into a situation where a woman is off her medication dewey the first on the scene and really just wants to be a celebrity attempts to defuse but fails and drags the woman out of the car but misses that she was reaching and has a knife tang decides to tackle the woman who is impaled by her own knife and i do think that she was lucky because john said it correctly if you was black you would have been shot multiple times (laughs) and even if you were not black they don't treat people with mental mental issues very well either um why the dude that says that she was crazy all of a sudden become her champion she's bleeding oh my god get the fuck out of here Dewey can't help himself but talk to the film crew about how he failed to treat the threat seriously and that he wanted to parade in front of the camera. Admits to that, 
as someone who can be compassionate. He would step across the line. Habitually, he's a habitual line stepper. Unfortunately, they are a danger to themselves and to other people, so you can't treat it like it's a rehab clinic. They are not there. They are not in a rational state of mind. You cannot. Why they wouldn't have tasers, I don't know. I feel like that's a non-lethal way it could have been handled. But she did have a, have a weapon and she was coming after them. So, I mean, what happens would have been totally... I mean, she was getting injured one way or another. Then basically remarks that she's bleeding like a stuck pig. And she's lucky he didn't stick three rounds at her because they would have been burying her ass tomorrow. I'm about to end this man's whole career i love that dewey only had to say only had to say look at look at his face to know that that person was appalled he thought the camera was off fucking idiot john is asked if his partner made the right choice and he said no she should have shot her tank too was questioned about her decision not to shoot the woman but she was in her head about saving instead of shooting and even though they disagree they realize that either call would have been right and wrong depending on who you ask they then pull someone over for expired tags they're also told to put the camera off and they don't they end up letting the man go even though even though it could have been an integrity check wonder why cops are so paranoid well you do need to be held to a higher standard then you clearly are not later that night just as they are done for the day they take one last call to break up a fight cooper must deal with the pcp god who bites his neck holyfield style now as i was saying uh, drugs are bad you shouldn't do drugs uh, if you do them you're bad because drugs are bad okay it's a bad thing to do drugs so don't be bad by doing drugs okay that'd be bad the fucked up part is the camera crew is deeply into filming his suffering and bleeding and you don't know at the end of the episode when it goes to black if cooper is okay because he was bleeding quite a bit and i know you're trying to get your story and that's part of kind of investigative journalism journalism there we go that you do get that close to the action and your job is not to interfere and i know that's valid but damn to be so objectified can never feel great and that pretty much concludes our episode as stated not a bad one just not with uh the dewey or the the ben and sam section just not as um enticing as some of the other episodes have been we do have feedback so let's hop into the mailbag hey christina it's me shy I am here to give my feedback for Southland Season 4, Episode 6. And before I get started on this episode, I finally um, figured out what it is that I'm... um, I mentioned it, I believe, in my last feedback um, for Episode 5. But, uh, you know, this episode really 
help me understand it more what it is that I feel like I'm missing from this show now and I and I think it's the 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 behind the scenes the you know I'm not I don't feel as invested in these characters um as I've done in previous seasons like I love Lydia I want to see more about her and more of what's going on with her but we're not getting that I mean in previous seasons we we got to see them when they weren't working. Um, we got to see a little bit of their um, personal lives. We got to see Nate and his, what was going on with his um, family, with his daughter, finding out that his, his sister, finding out that, you know, he he was her dad and all of that stuff. I mean, as, as much as it was frustrating and annoying, we still got to see Tammy and Sammy and that whole thing and that whole ridiculous drama. But at least we got to see it, even though it was dumb half the time. We got to see Ben and his issues with his um, family. We met his sister. We saw his issues with his father um, and how that, you know, that whole dynamic. We saw um, Cooper and his um, ex-wife and him, you know, being gay and you know all you know just and how he's struggling in the back issues and in I don't know if he's open maybe he wasn't openly gay in the beginning seasons but he is now not quite sure um and as annoying as Dewey was we got to see that whole thing with him struggling with alcohol and all that stuff um who else yeah, I mean, and Sal, when, I mean, I guess he's no longer on the show, but his having an affair and this whole drama with his teenage daughter and all that stuff. So, you know, it's like we got to see their personal lives and sometimes that bled into what was going on with the job and all of that stuff. And I feel like we're not getting that anymore. I mean, I other than seeing the annoyance of and I'm getting really tired of seeing it and I've mentioned this before Ben and his sleeping around like I don't know why they insist on showing us this almost every episode I'm like I don't care Uh, I mean it's really really annoying and frustrating to have to watch that every episode and I mean and I think you mentioned it to give it some sex appeal but it's not it's (laughs) I mean, I guess some people would find it great, but it's not even, it doesn't even do anything. It's just the aftermath of him sleeping with these women. That's all we're seeing is the morning after crap. And so I don't know how appealing that is after a while. Um, and we're not seeing like how, you know, we're getting glimpses of Lydia and how she's dealing with being pregnant. She's not telling anyone. Who knows? Does she tell it? Does her mom know? You know, it's like she there's no one she's talking to about it. She doesn't have any friends. You know, it's just like it's it's so yeah, it's just so just breath of of personality or heart or you know, like I guess that's the best way to put it. Um, but as far as the show is concerned, at least this episode. Um, we get um, John and Tang going out with the film crew and getting into a whole bunch of shenanigans. We get to see Dewey being his annoying self. 
um, a few times and it's like, he is such an idiot. Like, oh, are you, let's film now. Like, dude, they've been filming. Like, why would you need to act like they're always filming and act accordingly? But of course, you know, he's going to be Dewey. Um, that was crazy with the woman. <laughs> she attacked a woman to, um, Tang attacked a woman only, only for her to have stabbed herself. But hey, I mean, that is true. It was either that or get shot, you know, one or the other. So the lesser of two evils. <laughs> Uh, but if that was a black person, they would have been shot. But I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> um, then we got the. I, I'm, that's interesting that they trusted the man with the kid. I, for some reason, I was thinking. But then again, the kid wasn't crying. But I'm like, could that kid have been kidnapped? Like, how do you know? Know that that's his kid? But whatever. Um, and then we got um, John. Um, uh, ben and Sammy and that whole thing and um, and I must say you know I, I I must not have had much empathy for Sammy in this episode when and we find out that you know Ben was wrong and thinking that he uh, planted that pipe but I'm like because he would just annoy me with his comments about women it was just it was just grating on my nerves but um, you know, they got in, they had their little, he was in his feelings because Ben accused him of planning evidence. And I'm like, first of all, did y'all not, y'all just switched with the other shift and you did, and I could have sworn they picked up, like Ben picked up the seats. Um, wouldn't they have seen it when they picked up the seat? Uh, that to me, that didn't even make sense. And then they're like, even if you didn't do a thorough, um, changeover, I mean, that shouldn't that have crossed your mind that it could have came from the previous shift because you really didn't um, do a clean sweep of the uh, of the um, of the car. It was uh, it was just it was just I don't know. I felt like that was a little bit much um, how that went down. Um, and so there's that. And then there's Lydia um, getting herself in trouble and having some issues because she had to go out in the field and be a sergeant in the field and supervise. And so, um, which for Emma's like, really? Out, out of <laughs> the one day she's going out there, she gets pushed down by one lady. And then she's running, you know, it's like out of all the days. But that one with the kid, I was like, I was with Lydia on that one. And in my line of work, I see it all the time with um these parents when these kids are smaller and they're not you know getting a hold of them and you know you know getting them in line when the getting's good because once some kids get into them teenage years you can't tell them nothing and I mean it's bad enough when you're doing the right thing and you setting those boundaries they still push the envelope and push the boundaries so can you imagine when you don't when you don't <laughs> Oh my gosh, this kid was out of control. I'm like, there's no way. I I cracked up because I was along with Lydia when she was talking about I was. Ex I would expect to be trying to, you know, um, come in to take some adult off of this kid if, from what he was doing. You know, I know I mentioned before that my youngest is on the spectrum and he used to have meltdowns when he was younger. And even within, I mean, not even remotely on that level of of what this kid was doing and even then like I would you know he would be in this room and it's you know said to just let him let it 
you know, because there's no calming them, no soothing them. They got to learn to self-soothe, self-regulate and all that stuff. And he does that very well now. I mean, it's a long story. I'm not going to get into that. But it's just the, but the matter. But the, the fact is that even on my son's worst day of a meltdown while being on the spectrum is nowhere near what this kid was doing. Oh, my gosh. And these parents are like, I just want to smack them because I'm like, y'all need to get it together. Because, yes, just like Lydia said, they're going to be coming back here in five years and <laughs> because this kid's going to be beat. I don't even give it five years. This kid's going to be beating the crap out of these parents in a couple of years. It's crazy. They need to do a little bit more than what they're doing, giving him a little room. Uh, obviously, that's not working. So, better get him some therapy and some medication or something. Because that, I, oh my gosh. And, you know, and be his behind, uh, among other things. Because that ain't it. <laughs> what they doing ain't it. So, um, I'll, again, it's great that it worked, apparently worked out for the other two. But this one is on a whole nother level. So, that's all I got for this episode. So until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shy. That was Queen Shy with her thoughts on the episode. I will say you make a really good point about the interpersonal relationships being removed from the narrative for these characters. So we're only getting to, other than a few very disinteresting, doesn't bring anything to the storyline scenes like even the shower scenes you know it's so unnecessary and we can spend that time investing in the characterization i feel like they tried when it went to tnt to have more of this uh this casual cop series more in the line of law and order or cesi i'm pretty sure tnt used to play both shows and nauseam and i think that they were trying to turn southland into that particular format and what you are feeling and yeah i definitely agree is a loss of an emotional attachment to any of these characters because we're rather emotionally detached you know she says is there anyone you can call lydia why can't you call and talk to your mother even though we know that you don't want anyone from the office to know that you are pregnant you do have your mother to speak to so it would be nice just to see scenes of not the the a random nurse but her mother being like you have to slow down even that little bit would be enough i mean not nearly as enough as i think um would be suffice sufficient there we go um for our palettes but even that much i mean even with the with uh, ben they're barely doing anything with him and his emotional growth they're sammy's just they give him these random little things but they end up being these side quests that i don't have a lot of care about uh yeah it, it's just it's not there's nothing that's pulling you in that makes you other than here's the case of the week and the several situations that are fucked up and worthy of commentary but 
that emotional crutch is is that element's gone they would not have searched the vehicle again until the next shift so from what i understand when the car goes to the next two officers that's what ben was doing prior to them driving away but he was distracted and he's supposed to search the car so that if people that are going to be rotating in and out of the back seat of the car they don't they don't search it every well yeah they do search it every time there's someone in the back seat is my guess this is the first person they have arrested today and thus there's only one person that could have stashed anything there that was what sammy was trying to say like why would you automatically assume that i planted something versus no the car wasn't searched properly all i did was find the crack pipe when i did my search so i did my job as i'm supposed to do you failed at your part of your job which would have been fine i would have probably even covered for you but instead of even considering you made a mistake you immediately attacked me and while i am not the biggest sammy fan ben totally was absolutely and utterly in the wrong and yeah while it would be this day i think it doesn't matter i mean this is just one of the the and her boss gave her an out right did she did she give her an out no i could be mistaken um no because she was like oh thank god i didn't do it (laughs) something to that effect but if you don't tell anyone that you're pregnant they're gonna keep sending you out in the field so this could happen at any time and it just shows her precarious situation by keeping keeping it under wraps that she's in a a delicate situation and may not need to be as involved in the field as she usually isn't typically but it could pop off at any time even as a detective so yeah lydia needs to pay a little bit more time or attention to her own personal welfare and that's all i got for this week if you want to send feedback for our next episode blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and black or magic.